Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars, where we give you an inside look on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we've got a little special episode for you all. We are going to be giving you a deep dive on the houses, aka where your horoscope comes from. So if you're looking to learn something new, then you'll definitely want to listen. And in case you missed it, last week we officially entered Sagittarius season. So this episode is very fitting for the Sag energy. If you listen to last week's episode, you would know that the desire to learn something new is here and it's strong. So if you want to learn more about the rest of Sagittarius season, then definitely check out that episode. And just to give you a heads up, next week we will tell you everything you need to know about Mercury and Venus in Capricorn and the full moon in Gemini and how it affects you. And after a short ad break, we'll get right into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. So what are houses? Why you should pay attention to this episode? Why you should know about houses? Houses in astrology are really important because each house describes a different area or aspect of your life. If you have seen a circle chart before, then the best way to describe it is that your whole circle chart is like a pizza and then each individual pizza slice is like the house. So every slice of pizza or every house represents its own themes, ideas, and areas of your life that it represents. The astrology.com definition of houses is literally, as Kara just said, the areas of your life, and this is where your horoscope comes from. So whenever astrologers are writing your horoscope, they're taking a look at where the planets are moving in the sky and where they're falling within each of the rising signs, different houses. And if you listened a while back to our rising sign episode, you would know that the rising sign sets up the system of houses. It is your starting point. So if you'd like to get a little bit more of the understanding on the rising sign, we do have that episode that you can check out if you want. But yeah, moral of the story is when you're checking your horoscope, you should always check for your rising sign because that's what the horoscopes are based off of. So basically, whenever you are listening to any one of our regular episodes and we're talking about a new moon or we're talking about a Mercury retrograde or whatever's happening and you're wondering how it affects you on a personal level, you can look to see where that planet is moving in the sky and what house it falls in within your chart to understand what area of your life is being activated at this time. So just to give a quick example, 
we are in Sagittarius season, meaning the sun is in Sagittarius. And if you wanted to know what themes you're going to experience during Sagittarius season, you would find what house Sagittarius rules in your chart to get a better understanding of what aspect of your life is being emphasized right now. So some of you are probably wondering by now, how do I do that? In order to figure out where something falls in your chart, you have to calculate your chart and find where the houses are. So how you'll do this is you can go to any birth chart website, you know, astro.com. We are big fans of astroseek.com, as you probably know by now if you're a regular listener. But there's also some really good apps that can help you with calculating your chart and also the transits. If you're a longtime listener, this app suggestion is not new. Kara and I always recommend this iPhone app. Yes, unfortunately, it is an iPhone only app, but that is the app Astro Future. Astro Future is, we're not sponsored by them, but it's a really great app that shows you your birth chart and also the chart of the current transits right now so you can get a really clear view of where the planets are and what house they're falling in in your chart. So when you go to calculate your birth chart, you'll need to make sure that you're viewing it in the wheel chart rather than one that has tables. As Kara mentioned, the wheel shows us the 12 houses and you have a very clear view of it. Those are those little pizza pie slices in the wheel and they will more likely than not be numbered 1 through 12 for the 12 houses. So, for example, if something is to be happening or moving through your second house, you'll see the number two and you'll likely see what sign the second house rules and be able to put two and two together. So just another quick example on that is, again, Sagittarius season is happening Scorpio risings would look at their wheel chart and notice that their second house is Sagittarius. It would have the Sagittarius symbol and the number two. And that is how you'll know that Sagittarius season for a Scorpio rising is going to be all about second house themes. And we'll explain what each house means, what themes you'll experience, and when the transits are happening, what will come up in your life during that time in later in the episode. If you ever looked up your chart on one website or app and then looked it up again on a different one, you might notice that your chart looks a little bit different or that planets are in a different house. One reason that could be is because there's different house systems and different astrologers, different websites, different apps will use different house systems depending on their own preferences and what works for them. Websites like Asher.com make it very easy for you to change house systems. So if you do want to explore and see your chart in different ways, you could do that. Ultimately, the house system that you use doesn't really matter as long as it works for you. I'm just pointing that out because the house system that you use will change the way that you interpret the planets in your chart. So I'm just going to give you an example. In whole sign houses, every single house is 30 degrees and all of the houses start at zero degrees. So from zero degrees to 29 degrees will be your first house and then whatever sign is associated with that depending on your rising sign. 
So if you're in Aries rising, every single time a planet is in Aries, it will be in your first house, guaranteed. Makes it very simple. This is why a lot of astrologers, including Jade and I, use whole sign houses when we are talking about horoscopes and interpreting transits. It makes it very simple and applicable to lots of different people. If you're using something like Placidus, then your first house might start at five degrees Aries. And then where your next house starts depends on mathematical calculations depending on the system that you're using. Regardless, it's important to know and be consistent with the house system that you're using. That does not mean that you can't change it or that you can't experiment with different ones. It's important that you have an awareness so that as you're going through this and looking at your transits, you are clear in understanding where your houses are and when a planet changes signs, if that means it's also changing houses or not. So now let's explain all 12 of the houses. So first one we're going to start off with is your first house. The first house rules yourself, your physical appearance, your identity, and just overall your approach to life. In whole sign houses, this will be the house of your rising sign. So for example, if you are a Libra rising, then your first house is Libra. Same thing if you are a Virgo rising, your first house is Virgo. When planets are falling in your first house in transit, this is a time when you're noticing you are putting yourself first more. You might find that your confidence is a lot higher than usual. Depending on what planet is in your first house, you might decide you want to change up your appearance a little bit, whether that means just getting a new haircut, dyeing your hair a different color, experimenting with your fashion, makeup, if that's something you're into. You just might be paying a little bit more attention to how you physically present yourself. This is also a time where autonomy is very important. So the second house represents our possessions, values, self-worth. And because of all of that, it also does deal with our money and spending habits. When we have planets in our second house, it brings a focus to those areas of our life. You might find that you're more focused on budgeting and tracking your spending habits. You also might be reflecting on your relationship with money. The third house deals with communication. It deals with short travels. It deals with siblings. It deals with your neighborhood. So when planets are moving through your third house, you might find in terms of communication, you are listening to podcasts more. You are reading a lot more. You're writing a lot more. You're journaling. Communication can also mean you are paying attention more to the way that you speak to others. Maybe you're having realizations that you are more of a listener rather than a talker or you're more of a talker rather than a listener. Things like that might come up during third house transits and similarly your neighborhood. This is one that a lot of people seem to be confused about, but if you are going through third house transits, you might find that you are much more engaged in your community. So for example, maybe you never really go to your local farmer's market and you always just order your groceries for delivery. Third house transits could mean that you're getting out into your neighborhood more, going to that farmer's market or signing up for a local fitness class or a group activity like town events, things that are happening in your immediate neighborhood community. I feel that this definitely is more prominent if you're someone who lives in a city, 
but it still can apply if you live in the suburbs or in a more rural area. The fourth house deals with themes of home, family, sometimes our emotions, the past. It also deals with how we take care of ourselves. When you have transits in your fourth house, it's very common to experience things going on in your home. Sometimes this means that you are moving or thinking about moving. It also can just mean that you are spending a lot of time focused on your immediate space. So you could be renovating your home or your room, redecorating, cleaning, organizing your space in a new way. You also might just be reflecting on your past. It can bring about a little bit of nostalgia, like childhood experiences, things that were going on and very important in your immediate home. Then we have the fifth house. So the fifth house deals with creativity, arts and entertainment, recreation, leisure, hobbies. It also does deal with romance. When you're going through fifth house transits, you might find that you're more focused on having fun, enjoying life and engaging in hobbies. So for example, you might find that you are wanting to maybe sign up for a pottery class or go to the movies more or go to museums or learn how to crochet or whatever hobbies you have an interest in. They might be more noticeable at this time. Depending on the planet, sometimes this could show up as recognizing that you've been engaging in too much fun. Maybe you have spent every single night of the week watching Netflix and forgetting about your responsibilities. So depending on the planet that's moving through the fifth, you're either focused on having fun or you maybe need to scale back a little bit on it. The sixth house represents our everyday routines, health, wellness, and also our work life. When we experience sixth house transits, it's very common for you to be feeling a little bit more busy. There might be a lot of things going on, deadlines, stuff going on at work. You might have a desire to focus on your overall, I'm going to say well-being, because some of the things that fall under the health and wellness category are not things that we typically think of. It can be very simple, like making sure that you're getting enough sleep or that you have a more consistent sleep schedule, like falling asleep and waking up at the same time every single day, making sure that you're drinking enough water, doing small things to make your everyday life better or more enjoyable and just work for you. It's so personal that there's a lot of different things that can occur, but those are just some examples that you might experience. Now, the seventh house, that deals with relationships all types of relationships, partnerships, legal things, contracts. So during seventh house transits, you might find that you are really focused on all of the relationships you have in your life. That does not necessarily mean romantic relationships. This could mean relationships you have with family members, with your friends, with roommates, even with co-workers. One of the ways that this could show up sometimes is maybe you're reflecting on what your needs and values are in relationships. If in the past you had wanted or needed one specific thing and you found that it's changed over time, you're paying more attention to that during seventh house transits. And then with contracts and legal things, if you're signing a lease or anything like that, it might show up during a seventh house transit. The eighth house represents all 
of our shared resources and finances, things like our banking situations, credit cards, debt, loans, something that is a shared resource that isn't money related is if you have roommates, then you are in a situation where you have to share different resources like the kitchen, your cooking utensils or the laundry or the bathrooms. There's a lot of things that you have to navigate how you're going to share and even like distribute the different responsibilities. Like what are you responsible for? What are they responsible for? And how are those two things reciprocated? Now the ninth house, that rules things like travel, philosophy, culture, higher education, and also mentors. So if you are someone who, like me, (laughs) decides you want to go pursue higher education and enroll in grad school or whatever your life path is calling you to do, you might find that you're more inclined to do so during ninth house transits, even if it's not necessarily going to like a university. If you find that you're more curious to enroll in like an online course or you download Duolingo and you're looking to learn a new language, all of that can happen during the ninth house. Also, too, since travel is in there, yes, maybe you might want to travel or you might start thinking about your future travel plans and things like that. The 10th house represents our career, reputation, and our public image. When we have 10th house transits, we're a little bit more attuned to the way that other people perceive us or how we want other people to be seeing us. classic example of this is our social media presence thinking about how you present yourself whether it's in person or on social media will be a big theme you also might find that you are being recognized for things that could mean that a post goes viral it could mean that you win some type of award or certificate at your job or you receive a promotion at work and then we move on to the 11th house which rules things like friendships group activities also humanitarian causes and technology So during 11th house transits, you might find that you're more focused on the groups and communities that you're a part of, whether that be online groups like on like Twitch and Discord, or if it's your group chat, your friend group, or even if you're like a part of a recreational sports team. Depending on the transit, you might find that you are more called to spend time in group outings. Another thing, too, is you might be paying more attention to group dynamics and your friends in general. So if you're having either a time where you want to be more social or you're just having realizations about your friends, that can happen during 11th house transits. Also, since technology is a part of the 11th house, you might find that you're paying more attention to social media, whether that literally means that you are on TikTok scrolling for hours or you're realizing I've been scrolling on TikTok for hours and I need to do something about this. And lastly, the 12th house deals with our subconscious. It deals with things like our dreams, our thoughts, things that are not necessarily obvious at first, things that are a little bit more personal. Some things that you may experience when you have 12th house transits include very vivid dreams. You might just be remembering your dreams more. You might have a dream journal. You might find that you have more of a desire to be alone. You also might find that you're more interested 
interested in the subconscious mind and psychology and researching and learning about those types of topics. And then as a result, it brings about a more healing energy that's very reflective, very much about looking within and figuring out what's going on, what's going on behind all of your goals. Why are you struggling in certain areas of your life? Just finding time to sit down and reflect. And a lot of that, again, might happen when you are spending time by yourself, when you have that personal space and dedicated moments for you to just reflect and be by yourself without the pressure of having other things to do or other people around you that might be influencing some of your decisions or thought processes. Well, that is it for this week's episode. We hope you found this information to be useful and helpful when interpreting your own horoscope whenever we are giving you our weekly updates, which we will be back on track with. Don't worry. Nothing happened this week you didn't miss anything we'll be back next monday to tell you everything about mercury and venus entering capricorn there's a full moon in gemini coming up we'll talk all about that next week if you want to stay in the loop with us and what is to come make sure you're following us on social media we are on tiktok instagram and youtube at blme the stars that is all for now and we'll see you all next monday